This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show on Faith Talk 1500. First, let me say this show's your show. That's why no matter what I discuss or which guest I interview, your input is valued. If it's in the news, on TV, at the movies, whether political, social, economic, whatever, at some point I'm talking about it on Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Faith Talk 1500. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. When you hear phone numbers, please do not call. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, the pastor of Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries in Detroit, 10709 Grand River, here with you at WLQV Studios with the Bible Talk program. Uh, a pre-recording was on yesterday, but I'm here live today. And, of course, it is open air where you can call in with any questions you have about the Word of God, about theology, about Christian living, about apologetics, anything that has to do with the Bible, please give us a call. This is a program that comes straight at you with Bible and doctrine, and we encourage you to call. That number, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And where were so many of you today? Uh, at about 11 o'clock. That's right, Strictly Biblical, 10709 Grand River. Every Tuesday at 11 o'clock, from 11 o'clock until 1 o'clock, we're into biblical prophecy. And we've just started our third area, the third certificate that folks are working to get, dealing with eschatology and the nations. Eschatology and the nations. So you can come in. Uh, be a part of the program. There's no tuition that we charge. We do uh, collect an offering every time we meet. But other than that, you get your materials, bring your Bible, and you are ready to go. We're dealing with eschatology and the nations, uh, dealing with the fact that Jesus Christ is coming soon, uh, and a lot of things are going to be happening in this world as a as a part of the coming of Christ, like the rapture, like tribulation, something that churches should pay more attention for and to because this earth is not, I repeat, is not our home. So come to our prophecy class on Tuesdays. That's every Tuesday from uh, 11 to 1. That's every Tuesday from 11 to 1 at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, 10709 Grand River. You don't have to be a member of our church to be a part of this Bible study or get your certificate. We encourage you to come. You'll enjoy what you learn. Bring your Bibles, and uh, we take care of the rest. Uh, Number to call here, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And so since I missed you yesterday, okay, I'm here today, and so I am going to have a challenge, but the airlines are, uh, well, the radio lines are open, so you can call with any question you have about the Word of God. Uh, we don't censor it or anything, and we've got this young, this young whippersnapper, but he's wise as an owl. Uh, his name is Luke. I can't forget his name. It's one of the authors of the Bible has the same name as him. Say hello to the folks, Luke. Hey, Pastor Moss. It's Luke here. I love my name. Thank you to my parents for naming me that. Um, grew up 
in Bible school. So it's a treat to listen to you here tonight. Oh, wow. Listen, he knows how to flatter me and everything. He's a great guy. And notice how young that voice sounds. My voice used to sound just like that. Right? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, encouraging you to call. You can call right now. Why are you wasting time? That's right, your show. Okay, give us a call. Anything you want to talk about is fair game on the Bible Talk program. Just give us a call. That number, once again, area code 866. That's 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Let me read you something, and let me get your reaction to this. What do you think about this, this statement that I'm about to read? Okay. Uh, And I want you to tell me what what philosophy, what is the background of this particular thinking, all right? Well, this person says, you need to understand that by your life, you determine which God you serve, not by what you are taught, but by what you do. Now, so far, everything sounds okay. Writer continues, by bowing down and agreeing with the serpent Satan, then Satan was then, he had the ability to gain man's authority because the man had bowed down to him. Satan became the God of this world. Okay? And this author quotes from 2 Corinthians 4 and 4. 2 Corinthians 4 and 4, he quotes. Let me turn there quickly as I can. I don't have one of those computer Bibles. Uh, so you guys give me just, just a minute here Sec, uh, in, 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 uh, to find this passage of Scripture. Uh, very interesting, Second Corinthians 4 and 4, where it says, In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine through them. Okay? That's what he says. Okay? Uh, and he quotes the scripture. Then he says, In other words, Satan then got what it was that he wanted. He became head of mankind. Uh, gained the man gained the man's authority in the planet. In other words, Satan took away the authority that man had from the planet. God had put man in control, but Satan took it from him, took it from man. God found, and then God, this author says, God found himself in a peculiar position. He had created a man and gave him all of that, and then watch, that means the earth, gave him all of that, and then watch this man bow his knee down to another God. Some people say, and here's where I think it gets a little, uh, uh, let's say, scary, where this author says, some people say that God is in control. Well, well, I'm one of those people. (laughs) I always thought that. Some people say that God is in control and can do anything he wants to. But this writer says, not by the limits that God put on himself. God has all power and ability, but he is a very legal being. He will not come in and then just grab the authority in and of itself and uh, and say uh, he forgot what happens. Uh, he won't say, I'm the big man on the block, so I'm just taking everything. Okay, We are just going to do it all over again. It doesn't work that way. When man sinned, he received the very nature of the devil. God told him that very day that you eat of this, you will surely die. Spiritual death is a twofold definition. First of all, it means separated from God. Second, it means having uh, it means having Satan's nature. When Satan became in control, it left God 
on the outside looking in. When Satan took control away from man, okay, he gained dominion, and God was placed on the outside looking in. Mm, what do you think about that? Now, of course, I don't care if you avoid that challenge. You can ask a question of your very own. Just call area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. Let me show you how easy it is. Leola in Detroit is calling right now. Hello, Leola. Hi. Good evening. Happy New Year's, Pastor Mom. Same to you. Thanks for calling. I have a question that has been plaguing me. Is there anywhere in the Bible where God do not omit women pastors or uh, women preachers? All right. Good. Uh, well, you, you've been you've been thinking about this, Leola, and so, so uh, and I <laughs> I appreciate it because you put two things on the on the table that we can look at. You talked about preachers and you talked about pastors. Okay. And so you're asking uh, if women can fill those roles, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, well, I would say uh, uh, no doubt yes to one and then uh, no to the other, but with a strong maybe. The one thing for sure, if we're talking about preaching the gospel, uh, uh, that can be done by anyone. If we're talking about just preaching or proclaiming the gospel, Um uh, everyone is told, in fact, uh, to do that, right? We find it says in verse 8, in Romans chapter 10, verse 8, uh, What saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Okay? So it talks about uh, preaching. Preaching the gospel doesn't seem to be limited to anyone, okay? If they, as long as they know the gospel and can proclaim it. It says in Romans 10 and um, 13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Uh, and then it says, and how shall they preach except they be sent? So that is male or female can preach the gospel. What happens sometimes, Leola, what happens many times in the church is people confuse a pastor with a preacher. Pastors preach but pastors are more than preachers, okay? Pastors are the ones who have the oversight over the whole church. Preachers uh, can be evangelists, evangelists like Billy Graham, uh, the late Billy Graham. Uh, he never really pastored a church. He went around preaching everywhere, okay, and did great work for God. So evangelism, preaching is open to everyone, but when we look at the office of the pastor, we need to be clear about that. The Bible does have some things that it says concerning it, and that's over uh, in First Timothy chapter 3, this is what the Bible says concerning that particular office, Leola. It says at verse 1, 1 Timothy 3 and 1, this is a true saying. If a man, notice this, it says a man. Now, yeah. now, it looks like it means it generically, but let's go on. Let's let the Bible speak for itself. If a man desires the office of a bishop, he desires a good work. You see here that pastor and bishop really are talking about the same thing, they, the same animal in the Bible. A bishop, then, must be blameless, the husband of one wife. That seems to be indicating that the pastor or bishop uh, should be, a. if he's a husband, then man is not being used generically here. It's talking about a man, right? Right. Should be the husband of one wife, vigilant, sober, of good behavior, given to hospitality, apt to teach, 
Um, so definitely, it's, and then it says in verse 4, one that rules well, his, not her, but his own house, having children in subjection with all gravity. Then at verse 5, for if a man know not how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the church of God? So it seems like that this office, the office of the pastor or bishop, is uh, based upon a male model rather than a female model. Okay. Now, on the other hand, though, let's say this. Let's say that there are no men around to assume the office of a pastor, which has happened to female missionaries when they go overseas and they witness. In areas uh, where uh, the gospel hadn't been preached, they raise up a church. Those women have to pastor that until they can get a man and put him in place. And they've done it, and they move right along. So it's not like women don't have pastoral gifts. But if if you're looking at the Bible, the Bible presents uh, a male model for the pastor. Not to say that a woman sins who takes on that responsibility, if in fact she has to, because there's no men to step in. Uh, But at the same time, we need to be careful uh, rushing into that office, and men need to be careful bringing women to that office because they don't have to. Women can be ministers, they can be teachers, they can be evangelists. The pastoral role seems to be one that is male-designated. Okay, so where I was confused at, thank you so much for explaining that, but where what I was confused with was that over in, I think it was First um, Timothy, where it says that um, let a woman be silent, and I know this is so like um, what they would call like you know so old fashioned. But when it says let a woman be silent, and if she, if she um, I don't know it verbatim, but if she has a question, let her ask her husband. So I was just clearly just wondering, the churches of today have women as preachers and preaching to, you know, a congregation of male and female. And I, I'm so confused with that. Is that a sin that God has not said that women's are to preach the word of God when men's are available? Uh, well, not preach. Remember, we're talking about pastoring. Women can preach all over the place. The pastoral role is more than just a preacher. And that's what I'm trying to illustrate to you. Um, yeah, that, uh, those are quite different. In fact, we know that women are authorized to uh, preach the Word of God in terms of preaching it because uh, in the Bible, clearly, uh, once the Holy... Uh, notice what it says here in Acts chapter 2, right? Uh, this would happened on the day of Pentecost where the Holy Spirit was poured out, right? You, you remember that, right? Yeah. And then it says in Acts chapter 2, verse 17, And it shall come to pass in the last day, saith God, I will pour out of my Spirit upon all flesh, and, yeah. your, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Okay? So here we see that women are included. In fact, verse 18, And on my servants and on my handmaidens I will pour out in those days of my Spirit, and they shall prophesy. So everyone is authorized to proclaim the word of God, but pastoring is more than just preaching. It is having oversight uh, over over the church. So that's what we're uh, uh, that's what we're looking at there. Okay. All right. Turn your radio down just a little bit. Okay. Now to your next question, because you asked three of them, so we might as well. The rest of you guys, hang on. I'm dealing with Leola. She won't let me go. She won't be satisfied till she gets all three of her questions answered. So let's look at this next one where it says, over in 1 Corinthians 14, talking about women, right? Women being silent in the church. I can't let you go without us looking with this one. Where it says, uh, uh, 
it, first of all, it talks about tongues. Okay, in length there, it begins to deal with that subject. Uh, then it says this, and this is what you're talking about. Verse 34, 1 Corinthians 14 and 34. Now, it starts out at verse 33, Leola. Okay, so that should be the beginning point of our uh, hermeneutical exploration, where it says in 1 Corinthians 14:33, For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace as in all the churches. Then it says, now watch very carefully what happens here as, as we interpret this. Uh, uh, at verse 34, let your women keep silence in the churches. Okay, now that sounds pretty stern, doesn't it? Let your women keep silence in the churches, for it is not permitted unto them to speak, but they are commanded to be under obedience, as also says the law. Now, really, if you look in the Old Testament in the law, you won't find a place where it says that. Okay, But it does say that the, that the wife is to be submissive to the husband, right? That is said. That is, of course, what, you know, that even in marriage that pertains today. All right, now let's go on. It says there to keep silent in the church, right? Yes. Now, watch this, though, at verse 35, okay? At verse 35, it says, If they will learn anything, let them ask their husbands at home, for it is a shame for women to speak in the church. Well, what does that say, uh, Leola? Let me ask you, what does that mean? I, I know. I thought that women should not, like, up and well, okay, but listen, but it says this, if they will learn anything, let them ask their husbands at home. Seems okay. to me, who are the kind of women that have husbands? Well, married women. Married women. So this right. isn't saying women in general. What about the single women? They can't go home and ask their husband. They don't have one. It doesn't say they could ask their father or anybody, you know. So this was really something that was happening back in the uh, first century when they had church. And even in the Middle East, in some churches today, they had the women on one side, the men on the other side. Uh, sometimes, I guess, the women got a little gavadocious. Uh, the men could have done the same thing. So they just said, cut out the chatter and wait till you get home to ask your husbands. But this wasn't limiting women speaking uh, because we find that in uh, uh, Corinth, the women were praying. Uh, so if they weren't to speak, then they shouldn't have been praying there either. So this was just to cut down unnecessary chatter. This was not a rule that should be applied everywhere uh, saying that women can't speak in the church. Because then Paul would be contradicting himself because over in 1 Corinthians 11, we've got women uh, praying. Okay, it says in first, uh, I mean, yeah, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 5, but every woman that prays or prophesies with her head uncovered dishonors her head. For that is even all if if she was shaven. So if women are prophesying and praying in the church, you know they had to be able to speak, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the limitation here was on wives speaking out of turn in the assembly. It wasn't, uh, uh, you know, just a blank statement that women cannot uh, talk Uh, in the church. Does that help any? Yes, it. Oh, my goodness, yes. Thank you so much, Pastor Moss. Well, thank you for your call. Other folks are mad at you because they had to wait. I'm so sorry. That's all right. Ronald, Gary, we'll get you in just a moment. Hello, friends. This is Tom Kitterman, host of Mornings with Meaning, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Listen, choose News Talk, and scroll down to Faith Talk Detroit. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. 
In the Bible, Jesus says when we care for the least of these, it's like we're caring for him. But who are the least of these? They're moms, like Beatrice, living in Guatemala, where more than half the people live in extreme poverty, where eight out of ten children are chronically malnourished. When you pray for your children, what do you pray for them? She prays that God help her to give them at least one more day of food. So it's a daily prayer. When you partner with Food for the Poor, you bring food, water, hope, and love. Your compassion answers the prayers of moms like Beatrice. For a little less than a dollar a day, you can bring hope and love in the form of food for a year and water for life through Food for the Poor. You can make your life-saving gift now. Call 855-849-4673. 855-849-HOPE. 855-849-HOPE. Or click the Food for the Poor banner at faithtalkdetroit.com. With patriotsoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. Mike Campbell here, serial entrepreneur. Sometimes we small business owners receive the ugly phone call. Mine came in my fourth year of business. Hey, Mike, it's Charlie, your printing press operator. I was drying our printing press rags at the laundromat, and there's been an accident. The laundromat is on fire. I'm in a rescue squad truck heading to the hospital. The police said it's our fault, and you have to come here right away. I hung up the phone sick to my stomach. Poor Charlie. Poor me. I was certain my business was over, but we survived. Now, 26 years later... Patriot Software helps small business owners avoid any ugly phone calls involving their payroll. We give free support with our payroll, which starts at just $10 a month. Go to PatriotSoftware.com, use promo code RADIO, and get two months of payroll free. That's PatriotSoftware.com. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Tonight's Bible Talk program is pre-recorded and we will not be taking any phone calls. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, on an open air uh, day, where you can call in with any questions you have about the Word of God. I did have a challenge on the table, something I read to you, and you can comment on that, where there is a uh, teacher who said that once Adam sinned, he handed the power of the earth over to Satan, and God is not in control no more. What do you think about that? You might want to call. If not, your questions are fine with me. I'll be summing that up at the end, but anything you have dealing with the Word of God is welcome on this program right now. All you've got to do is call area code 866-423-9578. And by the way, if you are in need of pastoral counseling, Okay, if you're in need of pastoral counseling, Pastor Moss is glad to accommodate you. Yes, you can make an appointment to see me uh, at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries by calling area code 313-933-9270. That's area code 313-933-9270. 
Call us during our business hours, uh, which start from about uh, between 10 and 3. You'll talk to uh, uh, Karen. Karen will take your name, and you will be able to see me. My counseling day is on Wednesday. Uh, and so definitely that day is open for any of you who have uh, uh, are in need of pastoral and a biblical approach to counseling. I'll be glad to sit with you. Number to call here, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. Going to go back to the phone lines, talk to Ronald in Detroit. Hello, Ronald. Yes, how you doing? Good, sir. You know, I wish your wish church would have some kind of transportation for us. We're working on that. We're going to get that sooner or later. Because, we had it at uh, one time. Because uh, uh, when y'all had the New Year's service, I wanted to go to that that service so bad, I didn't know what to do. It was a good yeah. service, too. We had a wonderful I, time. I didn't have the trans- transportation to get to it. And uh, I want to ask you about your, ho- uh, not your Halloween, but your uh, Valentine's uh, get-together. Now, are you selling tickets at the door? What happened? Uh, uh, how would a person would get it? Well, get I'll tell you what, what you can do, uh, yeah, we can give you more information on that. Uh, all you need to do is call the church at area code 313-933-9270. You're talking about our Valentine's Day, pre-Valentine's Day, actually, our pre-Valentine's Day breakfast that we're having at Strictly Biblical on February 9th. So call the church. They can give you more information about that. Area code 313-933-9270. Tickets aren't very expensive, and we're going to have a great time. One more more question before I let you go. the pastor was uh, that was on uh, a few seconds on with doing that commercial. How much of his service do you? Uh, uh, what's the name? Dale Woods. Oh, Dale Woods. How much of, do you ever listen to his broadcast? Yes, the program I'm, that comes right on before, right before mine. No, not not uh, the one that come on at two o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, uh, pa- oh, Pat Al- Oh, Al Bernard. Oh, William. What was his name? Bernard. A.R. Bernard, I was told. Steve. Yeah, Steve, I think. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, you ever listen to his broadcast? How much of his broadcast do you... Uh, do you? Uh, Not much. Uh, I'm pretty busy at that time. So I, I haven't... Uh, I don't recall listening to him in any detail. Yeah, I just... I just, just wonder. Well, anyway, I'm going to try and get some information about that Valentine's Day. That sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, we're going to have a good time. Like I say, I hope next year y'all y'all have some kind of transportation so for, for people oh. that don't don't can't drive. All right, we'll get to working on it, buddy. Okay, you take care. Okay, thank you. The number to call area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Let's see what Lisa in Novi is talking about. Hello, Lisa. Hi, I hi, Pastor Mark. How you Very doing? Nice to speak with you, Ken. Yes, thank you for everything you do. I'm like, I wanted to um, just um, uh, elaborate on that statement you made about when Adam uh, made the choice okay. to sin. Uh, yeah, I don't know how or if it pertains. What I understand about that is that uh, my father had we had spoken about that uh, when he was living, and I guess my, my question is, is if this in fact is true to your knowledge of the Bible that when Jesus was miraculously born as our divine savior. He conquered uh, that, uh, the situation when Adam ate the apple, that he conquered that, 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 that yes, that in fact, when Adam did eat the apple, yes, 
basically, from my understanding, is that, yes, the, the, the earth was handed over to Satan. Uh, he was unleashed from hell. I don't know if I'm correct or not. But, uh, and then when Jesus came to earth, then we had the choice. We have now, knowing, the, knowing that Jesus is our Savior, that now we make a choice. We have a choice now. We're not automatically bound to uh, 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 an, 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 the devil. Am I correct? Well, I would say uh, this. Some of the things you said, uh, I believe, were correct. Some of them, though, uh, we, we have to take exception with. Uh, really not, but here's where you get it from. <laughs> At the same time, let me uh, uh, show you where I can see why you, how you could arrive, uh, derive that, attention, uh, that, uh, that position. Second Corinthians 4 and 4 uh, says that he is the God, small g, of this world, right? And so, therefore, we know that there's control that he has uh, over the earth and over the world. However... In Genesis 9, the book that you went to, and it talked about that, you know, Adam fell into sin. That's right. The world um, uh, uh, was cursed because of that and everything in the world. When it comes down to control, what it says in Genesis chapter 14 is this. Genesis chapter 14, verse 19. Uh, and, this, and this is what uh, a meeting between Abram and Melchizedek says at verse 18. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of the Most High God. And blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. So right here, God is still called the one who possesses the heavens and the earth, even after the fall. So what what the devil controls is this wicked world. And in other words, the wicked men of the world. He even promised Jesus over in Matthew 4, the kingdoms of this world. But he doesn't control the earth. And ultimately, God is even over, God is over everything. So uh, so in terms of his influence on the evil folks in the world, that's true. But God is still in control. In other words, God's not on the outside looking in. And that's what this one teacher was uh, was saying. All right? Is Interesting. That, yeah, and 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 and, and um, may I ask you one more question? Sure. With in reference to Jesus coming to Earth, mm-hmm. did it in any way change uh, anything with Adam's sin? Was it in any way in any relationship to the the first fall? Well, well, definitely so. You know that that changes everything. Now we have redemption, right? It tells us over right. Romans chapter five. In fact, uh, we find them uh, 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 put together in a very uh, uh, good way. In fact, I think it's one that will answer your your questions over in Romans chapter five. And if we look at verse uh, twelve, it says, "Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world." Okay, this is Romans 5 and 12. Wherefore, as by one man, sin entered into the world, and death by sin. And so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Okay? Uh, for until the okay. law, sin was in the world. But sin is not imputed when there is no law. Okay? Then it says at verse 14, Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the manner or similitude of Adam's transgression who is the figure of him that is to come, right? But not as the offense. Now, here's where it turns around. Verse 15. But not as the offense, so also is the is the free gift. For if through the offense of one, that was Adam, many be dead, 
much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. Okay? So in other words, uh, just as man brought, uh, uh, Adam brought mankind down, Jesus, and, th- and those, of course, exercising faith in him, brings man up again. Amen. Thank you, Dr. Ma. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate your question very, very much. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And Luke watches me as I miss a word or two. When you get my age, Luke, <laughs> you're a young whippersnapper now, my friend. That's a long, long way away, Pastor Moss. <laughs> Oh, he knows how to really rub it in on the guy. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Let's talk to Jeff in Dearborn. Hello, Jeff. Hello. How are you? Real good, sir, now that you've called. Thank you. Okay, great. Um, My question comes from uh, Deuteronomy 2864, I believe it is. It's about the captivity, uh, the Hebrew roots, believe. Um, Where where does that show up in the works of Josephus? In his writing. Oh, Where's you can find it. It's in one of the volumes. And in fact, what you could do is Google it. It'll take you right to it. I was reading about that the other day. And what it talks about there is uh, that he describes that this is what uh, happened uh, when Titus, when he, uh, when Titus conquered uh, uh, Jerusalem in, uh, in 70 A.D., uh, that put Jews on ships and, and did that. Yeah. So that so, so right. will guide you exactly to the exact volume. But you're right. It's in Josephus. All right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Glad to be with you. Any question you have about the Bible is welcome here. It can be about the Bible. It can be about apologetics. It can be about, a, about Christian living. I try my best to be your biblical consultant. So just give us a call if you want to talk about biblical issues. That number again, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. And remember, I will uh, uh, do pastoral counseling with you. If you have marital problems, something you want to discuss with a pastor, I'll be glad to talk to you, even though you're not a member of my church. Definitely, um, uh, we're available. All you have to do is call area code 313-933-9270. Talk to Karen, and she will, of course, uh, schedule you for an appointment. My counseling day is Wednesday. Be glad to talk to you. Our phone lines are filled, and we're going to get to you when we come right back. Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Anita Campbell, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news now. In addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the news talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Good morning, America. Or is it? If you're one of the millions of Americans who did not sleep well last night, it's probably a pretty average morning. But listen up, you sleep-deprived people. There's good news. A breakthrough sleep solution called Pronto Sleep. And when we say pronto, we mean pronto. Pronto Sleep gently opens your nose to focus breathing and help you relax and fall asleep. And the built-in scent diffuser delivers a blend of four pure essential oils to help you stay asleep naturally. And then Pronto replenishes the oils ready for the next night. 
Too easy, eh? And in trials, 84% of people with trouble sleeping found Pronto helped them fall asleep and 74% found it helped them stay asleep. So make every morning a... Good morning, America. With Pronto Sleep, available now at select Walgreens, Amazon or at prontosleep.com. Pronto Sleep from RhinoMed, bringing you advanced nasal therapy. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And, and we're, we're the, the owners, owners of South Coast, Coast Tax. Tax. We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation. And we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. In the middle of a painful trial, it can be easy to feel alone and forgotten. But Tuesday on Truth For Life, Alistair Begg reminds us that God is working in every circumstance for our good and His glory. Join us Tuesday on Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Alistair Begg, weekday mornings at 8.30 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500, Faith Talk, Detroit. number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, but I know you're having trouble getting through because all of our lines are filled right now, but I'll be taking care of that shortly. Just want to let you know, uh, if an 11 o'clock service is one that you can make, and you can come to Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, um, we encourage you to come. 10709 Grand River, I am preaching a sermon series called the Satan series. <laughs> That's it. The Satan series. Dealing with the devil and how he operates. All right? And I'll be doing this for a while. It is amazing for us to look at this in the Bible. And I, I'm here to tell you, once you understand how he operates, then it will be very, very uh, much more easier for us to deal with him. And the biggest thing that is just a mind blower is how God uses the devil. And that's exactly what I'm breaking down. God uses the devil, and believe it or not, and you have to come to hear this so that you'll believe it, because I'm going to show you right out of the Bible, that God uses the devil to accomplish our good. Now, you might think I'm crazy. That's why you need to come to the 11 o'clock service, 10709 Grand River at Oakland, strictly biblical. This Sunday, you'll be right on the top of it. This is just the second message. I've uh, uh, preached on that from the Bible, and the Bible doesn't give you the medication that fights against depression, but it does give you the scriptures that can definitely help you with anything that comes from the flesh, the world, and the devil. I want to see you. 11 o'clock, 10709 Grand River at Oakland, Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, the Satan series. Come and uh, bring your Bible. You'll need it. All right, number to call here, area code 866-423-9578. Let's go to Dwayne in Detroit, who's waited for 10 minutes. How you doing? Hey, Dwayne. 
Oh, oh, Dwayne. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, Pastor Mark. No, that's okay. <clears throat> I'm sorry, uh, Pastor Morris. I, I, I really do uh, feel that I'm derelict in duty because um, I haven't sent money into the Bible boot camp. So I pray for my actual forgiveness, and I ask you to pray for me to release um, my financial uh, support for the for the Bible boot camp. Well, well, I appreciate it very much, my friend, and I, I don't, uh, you know, I hate for you to look at it that badly, uh, but I know that you will uh, uh, definitely, by the fact that you called, that you will support, and I appreciate that mm-hmm. very much, uh, but you don't have to have anything to be forgiven for, in fact, to be praised that you feel that way. So just send it as quick as you can, and we appreciate it very much. That's what keeps us on the air to be able to do this work. Okay, but uh, to your to your challenge, uh, yeah. that you, I think you answered it very well, but the thought came to me mm-hmm. that <clears throat> um, God was showing His His uh, plan in the beginning when He created man and man sinned. He made man temporary. He gave us a mortal body, uh-huh. and He kept us from getting to the tree of life. Okay, because of His plan. Well, to redeem thing, us. I got you. Now, let me just ask you, the only thing about it is interesting that, and this is something that really it's, uh, uh, that makes you think, that really he never said to them not to eat of the tree of life. They were blocked from that yeah. after they uh, ate from the tree of life. After they sinned. Yeah. Yeah. So right, very right, right. Never does he, uh, uh, did he block that tree. So uh, the thing is, it's interesting that they never were interested in that as much as they were in the uh, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that was forbidden by God. Mm-hmm. But 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 him showing forth his plan to re- of redemption because the angels were made eternal. Uh huh. And, and 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 man was made. Um. Well, the angels were made immortal, and man was made mortal. Uh-huh. So his plan was to save us later. So that's why he kept us from getting to that. Well, it, 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 well, that's, you're right. It's true. But what happens is, remember, just as we had, Dwayne, and, and your thinking is, is, is pretty good here, but understand mm-hmm. that just as man had a testing period or a probationary period, angels mm-hmm. had the same thing. They had a probationary period as well. And during their probationary period, you know what happened. What happened? Lucifer um, caused a bunch of the angels to sin. He there you go. There you go. He, uh, they, uh, and they, they chose to follow him. So you're right. They were deceived, and they chose to follow him. And so at that time, Satan fell, and um, the, the angels who wanted to leave and go with him, they did as well. So their probationary mm-hmm. period is over. In fact, now, in other words, uh, for angels now, because you know they're still good angels that didn't fall, right? Mm-hmm. And those mm-hmm. angels never, right. they never will, because it says over in First Timothy five twenty one, Paul writes, "I charge thee before God and the Lord Jesus Christ and the elect angels." These are elected angels, the ones who did not fall with Satan. They're going to be in heaven forever. That thou observe those things without preferring one before another, doing nothing by partiality. So they had their probationary period. Now we on earth are having ours, okay? just like they did. So there was, even though the angels had no body, they weren't, you know, like you're right. They appear in bodies, but they don't have them. They're ministering spirits. Still, they had a probationary period and could sin. Those that sinned, all right, they're, they're out. 
Okay? And those that are left now with the Lord will never sin. Hmm. Now, Pastor Miles, I, I want to ask you this. Yes. Um, a few nights ago, um, um, somebody called in, and and um, I forget her name. Uh, the other pastor and the young young man that you have on there, um, they asked about um, they 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 kind of pinned them down, and they were saying, "How where did the people come from that were going to?" that uh, Cain was worried about killing him because he sinned against Abel. Right. Because God put the mark on him. Uh, uh-huh. So I, I'm asking you if, if you could, if you would speak to that issue. Yeah, well, I most definitely can. That is one of the most common questions that is asked. And I know why. Uh, it's a legitimate question as well, uh, because trying to understand uh, uh, what's going on in terms of Genesis. And uh, uh, mm-hmm. what happens is that uh, everything that we needed to know is told in Genesis, but God was more concerned with the first murder that takes place in Genesis chapter 4 than he okay. was with us knowing the genealogy and, and all this that was going on in the world. But a lot of people mm-hmm. don't realize mm-hmm. that by the time uh, uh, Cain and Abel, when they did that act of killing each other, they probably were about 100 years old, Okay. Already. Oh, so what okay. happens is, so, in Genesis chapter 4, it focuses on Cain and Abel. It didn't tell us uh, the environment that they were in or what had happened before this point. We don't find that out, actually, until we get to um, uh, chapter 5. And in chapter 5, we find out that Adam and Eve, not well, they'd had, uh, you know, Cain and Abel, but they had a lot of other mm-hmm. kids, too. Right. A lot of other kids mm-hmm. after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, mm-hmm. it says in verse in uh, Genesis, chapter five, verse three. And Adam lived one hundred and thirty years and begot a son in his own likeness after his own image and called his name Seth. And the days of Adam mm-hmm. after he had begotten Seth were eight hundred years and he begot sons and daughters. OK. So in other words, mm-hmm. when Cain and Abel are being talked about in Genesis, chapter four, they already had a whole bunch of, of siblings and cousins running around. OK. The focus was on them because God was describing the murder. When Cain left, what he did was he went and no doubt married one of his descendants. Now, remember, back then uh, uh, that there was no uh, incest wasn't a crime because of the fact. Right, right. Yeah, they were so far removed by years that it didn't have the same impact. The laws against incest didn't come till, uh, till later. And in a sense, you know, still when we get married today, you're, we're all related to Adam and Eve, so it's a form of incest, but not it's what's <laughs> forbidden in Leviticus 18. But, yeah, so that's okay, what happens. Okay. Just, you see what I'm saying? The, uh, he just went out and got with one of the many relatives that already were a product, uh, you know, far removed by years uh, from Adam and Eve. Uh, okay, um, and, uh, and the caller that called you earlier he was saying uh, at two o'clock, it's um, Pastor Paul Shepherd. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's who. That's who's on the radio. If he's still yeah. listening. Then. Yeah, I've heard okay. him. Yeah, I've that's heard Pastor him Paul a few Shepherd. times. Mm-hmm. I heard yes, the, okay. uh, the advertisement. I heard uh, where he said uh, about uh, you know if you don't like something, just do it when you have the meat spit the bones out. <laughs> well, I'm with that. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm with that as yeah. long as those bones aren't heresy. Now, let's be clear. You, you can disagree. I don't expect everyone to agree with me. But if I start saying yeah. that Jesus is Michael the Archangel, and you can call things that are not as though they are, that's not a bone. That's a grenade. It'll blow yeah. you up. So yeah. but yeah. if he just means okay. uh, some non-essential things, I'm with him. 
Okay, Pastor Moss, you're a great man and 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 in the Lord, and I appreciate you. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Appreciate it very much. All right. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. we got to take a break, but we'll be right back. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. In a recent interview with the Financial Times, legendary investor Warren Buffett criticized businesses for imposing their own political framework on the rest of society. At first glance, this may come as a surprise. Buffett is himself a politically active liberal. But even he can see that woke capitalism has gone too far. As an investor, he's been consistent in supporting businesses that put shareholders first. The shareholders, after all, are the owners. Carbon neutrality, LGBTQ activism, sustainability, and other forms of virtue signaling are just another form of corporate perk. The private jets of a business class that craves social validation. Validation not for being rich, but for being woke. Such indulgences might win them points in their social set and with elite media, but not with their owners. If they want to do it, they should at least do it on their own dime and with their own time. I'm Jerry Boyer. Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. Hello, friends. This is Pastor Emery Moss, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. PatriotSoftware.com Accounting and payroll Keep your time and money Mike Chappell here, serial entrepreneur. Doing payroll is no longer a headache for our customer, Jeff. I've used various payroll providers in the past, and none can hold a candle to Patriot Software. Their software is ridiculously easy to use. The support staff is knowledgeable and courteous. I am very excited that Patriot Software files my tax forms for me, not just providing the forms like other payroll companies do. As a business owner, managing payroll has been a long-time headache that I no longer struggle with thanks to Patriot Software. I definitely rate your company 5 out of 5 stars. Go to PatriotSoftware.com to get your payroll pricing for up to 100 employees. Use promo code RADIO and get two months of payroll processing free. That's PatriotSoftware.com. PatriotSoftware.com. Accounting and payroll. Keep your time and money. Are you tired of paying high fees and commission even when you lose your money? How would you like to never lose your money again due to market risk? Join Joel Uplegger for the Safe Money and Income Radio Show, Saturday mornings at 9 on FM 92.7 AM 1500, Faith Talk Detroit. You can also call Joe now for your complimentary customized Safe Money Kit and Safe Money Book at 866-436-0133. That's 866-436-0133. All right, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Let's go to Steve in Westland right now. How you doing, Steve? Pretty good. How are you? Good. Thanks for calling. Yes, I have a different question for you, but your question actually made me think of something from Book of Revelations. Uh, Satan has all this power that you're talking about earlier than uh, that some people think, that uh, why wasn't he able to open the scroll that John talks about, he, where John was depressed a little bit? Because no one was able to open it, but then later on in the 
it says that Jesus was able to open this. You're right. That's right. Definitely. (laughs) And uh, it's very uh, 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 good of you to uh, go to Revelation because definitely that shows that definitely he's not in control, is he? And nothing was handed over to him. Yeah, he couldn't even open the seal. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. My my question is uh, something I came across in the Old Testament where there's two different spellings of Nebuchadnezzar. One uh-huh. is Nebuchadnezzar, and the other one is Nebuchadrezzar. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and two, uh, two different spellings yeah, of the same person? Yeah, because I, I looked in my concordance, and it had a little note. It said if they're the same person, and then I looked, and uh, Nebuchadrezzar, the spelling is only in uh, Jeremiah and Ezekiel. Uh-huh. But then uh, Nebuchadnezzar's spelling is in eight different books. No doubt it has. Daniel. Yeah, no doubt it has to do just with... Uh, uh, maybe a change in the language from Aramaic uh, and Hebrew, and so mm-hmm. that yeah, that, so that's something you can see. Those languages are close, and so uh, you can. It get made that. me think a little bit in the New Testament where you see uh, where it says Jeremiah, but then you know it's saying it's talking about Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same kind of thing. Just a, just just a, how the the language in those contexts are used. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Good question. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Regina in Southfield. Hello, Regina. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Good question. <laughs> You're listening, huh, Regina? <laughs> Hello? Yes. Hi, how are you? Real good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, can you explain to me, I've heard um, a lot of ministers or preachers or pastors use uh, Luke 638, Give and I give it back to you. Press mm-hmm. now, shaking together. But it's always doing offering, and I don't think it means in giving money. Am I correct? Well, if we look at that, where it says in uh, Luke six thirty-eight, "Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that you met with all, it shall be measured to you again." Uh, I agree with you. Now, I'm not saying that it does not mean money, but it definitely means more than money. But if you're giving um, uh, of your of your goods, you give someone a bed that they needed or clothes or, yeah, so it definitely doesn't just mean money. It's talking about giving in general. But money well, would be included you, in it, but it's not just money. Okay, because I hear it so often at offering time, and I looked at it there being generous with your comments and uh, of people if you're trying to do a judgment of someone uh, sinning or you're making a comment of someone to be generous in speaking with them or speaking about them. Well, uh, generous with the words. Oh, talking about talking to someone? Yeah. Well, well that's in 37. But it says, judge not and you shall not be judged. Condemn not and you shall not be condemned. Forgive and you shall be forgiven. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, passed down, shaken together, and running over shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure you met, with all it shall be measured to you again. Oh, so I see what you're saying. You're saying that the context here also points to judging. No problem. Exactly. Yeah, that's a part of it, too. But still, it can apply to giving, but not just money. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Appreciate your call. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. We've got a few minutes left. Gary in Pontiac. Gary, what's up? Uh, yes, thank you for your program. Uh-huh. Uh, your church has studied different books and different uh, things about Christianity. 
Have you studied uh, Near Christianity with C.S. Lewis with your church? Uh, well, I've studied it. Many in my church have studied it. I have not studied it with the whole church, no, because in the pulpit I preach the Bible. What is your opinion of uh, what he taught? Because he used to be an atheist. And, uh, yeah, I, believe I that think, his... oh, C.S. Lewis is the greatest. Yeah, I really appreciate his book, Near Christianity. Uh, well, I believe he's not. I believe he's a deception to the man of church age. Because he emphasized uh, believing but not obedience to what Jesus taught the apostles to do. Really? And uh, that's what I'm surprised about what your answer I've is. Never heard, I've never read that. Now, what you'll have to do, though, and all you've got is two minutes, but what you'll have to do, and I will allow you to do it, is to next time call on the program and prove that C.S. Lewis, in fact, says what you say. That's all you've got to do. You've got to prove it. That's the only thing that flies on uh, the Bible Talk program. So you'll have a chance to do it. The phone line will be open. Get that section in there and read it to us. Can I say and, one more thing? Uh, well, we ought to, we're out of time. So do that Real for quick. us, and uh, uh, and then I'll be able to, then we'll see if we can, um, if the evidence and logic leads us to that conclusion. Okay, you got to be quick now, yeah? False teacher. Well, no, 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 well, still, you said it. I don't, I, I disagree with you, but I'm willing to let you state your case. You got to prove it, Gary. What you say means okay. nothing without proof. It's going to take some time. I, I, well, I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't even like it when I started to read it. Okay, well, you got to read it, though, in order to know what it's talking about, sir. So bring the evidence. But it's I'm not with you. The apostle was taught. The apostle uh, bring the evidence, Gary. I'm giving you the chance oh, to okay. do it. Next right. time, okay, front and center. Right. God bless you, everybody. This is Pastor Marsh, ready to talk to Gary, dying to, but we got to go. We'll see all of you next time. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.